This may seem obvious, but let me share some stats with you. 90% of podcasts don't get past episode three. Of the remaining, 90% quit after episode 20. So coming to you today with this episode being episode 40, I can tell you with confidence, you need to love what you're discussing and sharing with the world in order to make this a passion project that will last. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Third Times Me. I'm your host, Chris Zervis. For any of you guys tuning in on YouTube and for any of those that are on my social media that will see little clips later on, this is not going to be my permanent setup. You guys are kind of hanging out on the couch down low with me right now. I am in the process of getting my new studio set up. So I've got some equipment here at my new house and some is still at my apartment. So y'all are hanging out on the couch with me, but we do have this beautiful, amazing new neon sign that I am so stoked about. I can't wait to give you guys a studio tour. As soon as I finish decorating my space, I will give you guys the full tour of this new space. But this is the star of the of the room, guys. Shining bright. Love it. Also, hello, nails. Can you see that up? Let's see if you can see that up close. Mm. Can't really, won't focus. There you go. It's black with gold foil flakes. Loving it. So for this week on Third Times Me, for our last episode of the calendar year 2022, I am doing a episode dedicated to starting a podcast. I have gotten so many questions this year from a lot of followers, a lot of listeners on how do you get started? What do you need to get started? What would I do differently if I could go back in time and maybe restart this process for myself? So I've compiled a list of questions from all of you guys and I want to go through each of them and answer some of the most common questions I've received this year on starting your own podcast. So hopefully for those of you that are looking to start your own podcast in 2023, have been wanting to start a podcast and don't know where to begin, hopefully you will find this episode helpful. I'm going to just be running over like the most common questions that I've received over the last several months on how to get started with the podcast. But if you guys have any other additional questions, feel free to send me an email directly. My email is chris at thirdtimesme.com. And you can also just DM me on Instagram. I'm very responsive with DMs. So feel free to DM me if you're on my Instagram. And I'm happy to shed light, point you in the right direction and answer any additional questions you guys have. But I'm hoping that this episode will answer a lot of the common questions that I have been getting this year and help you guys feel motivated and inspired and just give you a little bit of direction on what to do first and what next steps to take to get your podcast started. So question number one, I get a lot of questions about equipment. What equipment is necessary for getting started? What do you need? What should you invest into? What should you wait to invest into? It can be a little daunting, a little bit overwhelming when you're trying to balance the amount that you want to invest into a podcast before you actually know whether or not you're going to enjoy it. So my biggest recommendation here is to start low cost because it's very doable to keep things very low cost and make sure that you really enjoy it. 
you know, go through a few months of podcasting, crank out a bunch of episodes, really try to kind of get in your groove, your kickoff groove, and make sure that you enjoy it before you spend hundreds and if not thousands of dollars investing into super high-end equipment and things that aren't really necessary. You don't really need a lot to get started. So to get started, all you need is a computer. You need a microphone. If you're co-hosting, you'll need two mics. So a mic for yourself and then a mic, an additional mic for any guests or an additional co-host. And then you'll want to have either a desktop or a floor stand for your mics. That's just depending on your personal preferences. I work with floor stand mics because I like to have a more casual lounging sitting on my couch vibe for my recording. So I opted in for a floor stand. But if you are going to be recording at a desk or a tabletop, then you can just get small little tabletop mic stands and those work wonderfully. And they're also very travel friendly. You will need an audio interface only if your mic does not have it built into the mic. So I just recently upgraded two new mics that have the audio interface built into it. So I don't actually need to use my audio interface. But my mics that I had previously were not as high end and and fancy schmancy as these ones are. So an audio interface is something that you'll want to look into depending on maybe you already have some mics or you can borrow microphones from a friend. Then that's something to look into. They're not very expensive. I think my audio interface that I used to get started cost like $70 or something and I got it on Amazon. So um, pretty easy and affordable. I would also recommend a tripod for your phone or your camera. I can only speak to iPhones. <laughs> so all of the nine iPhone users out there don't hate on me. But I do know for sure that like the newer iPhone cameras are phenomenal for quality. And I know a lot of the other non-Apple phones out there also have really high quality cameras. So don't feel like you need to go out and buy a camera for this. If you're planning to record videos, which I do highly recommend doing, there's a, a huge platform on YouTube, a huge potential for growing your audience and gaining more listeners on YouTube. And people do like to see visuals. So I do recommend including a video. But don't feel like you need to go out and buy a camera. What you have on your phone is going to work just fine to get you started. So it's really helpful just to have a little tripod you can usually find at your local tech store. I went to Fred Meyers here in Oregon and got a little like iPhone tripod for $40. And that's worked totally fine for me. So that's the only other thing that I would recommend. So just to recap, computer, which most of you I'm assuming already have, a microphone, some kind of stand for your mic, an audio interface, which again is only necessary if the mic that you have does not have it built into it. So that's kind of an optional depending on your already existing equipment. And then some type of tripod for your phone. That's literally all you need to get started. So super easy, really low cost work with what you have and ask around. I was lucky enough to have my dad had a lot of equipment from him working in the music business. So I was able to borrow some of his stands until I was able to acquire my own. So ask around if you have friends that are musicians or friends that are into podcasting or any type of other resources that you can use. Trial out using other people's equipment just to get your groove and figure out what you like before you make huge financial purchases to buy fancy schmancy equipment. The second most common question that I get around starting a podcast is editing software. Guys, there are tons of different editing softwares out there, and I cannot recommend enough just using something that is free to get started. Again, just to give yourself some time to make sure that this is something that you enjoy doing before you invest and put all this money into a fancy editing software that you don't even know if you're going to end up using long term. So 
to be completely transparent, I up until very recently was just using iMovie, which is a free application on Apple MacBooks. I was using iMovie to edit all of my episodes up until very recently. I just switched over to a new software, which I'm not going to name because I'm still figuring out whether or not I like it. I'm having a little bit of um, <laughs> a little bit of a learning curve and some technical hiccups, so don't want to call out this one yet because I can't make a, a fair recommendation on it. But up until very recently, I was just using iMovie. And although you are limited in how much editing you can do, it works just fine for basic like getting started podcasting needs. Outside of that, I've heard a lot of good things about Audacity, but just do some Googling. There's lots of different software editing tools out there. So if you do want to make the investment and start learning and teaching yourself how to use these tools, then just do some research and compare and contrast. There's a lot of great things out there. And most editing softwares, if you're not going to be editing more than about 10 hours, 10 to 15 hours per month of audio, then you are going to be able to very easily stay in the 10 to $15 a month price range for some of those paid for software editing tools. Another question I get quite often is what websites and platforms do I use and how do I get all of my podcast episodes onto multiple different listening platforms? So when you get ready to go live and start publicizing content, you will sign up with a hosting platform. There are many hosting providers out there and they do just that. They host your podcast. I personally use Buzzsprout. And so every week, what I'm doing is uploading my final cut recordings, the edited episodes that I've already added my intro music into. I've already done all of my editing work. So it's the final cut. So once I have that done. Then I'm just uploading that to Buzzsprout. And that's my hosting website. And that is where I upload the podcast episode. That is where I put any show notes on and then list the season and episode number. Then once I click publish, I have Buzzsprout integrated with all of the different listening platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, all the different platforms. So once you select a hosting platform, then once you get yourself set up on there, you'll be able to integrate with whatever different platforms you want to listening platform. So I did that ahead of time. So before I went live, it's basically just a bunch of kind of button clicking and filling th things out. And then your hosting platform will integrate automatically with all of the listening platforms out there. So once I hit publish on Buzzsprout for any of my individual episodes, it pushes it out to all of those listening platforms. So that's all done for you. And it's very easy and seamless. The next question that I get a lot is I get a lot of questions about recording length, episode lengths, and if I have any recommendations or insights on what length of podcast episodes in terms of minutes are the most popular for listeners to download. The short answer is there is no magic time length. I did a little bit of digging in order to answer this question and just give you guys some statistics and insights. So Looking at my most popular episodes, my five most popular downloaded episodes thus far range from 25 minutes to just over an hour. It was like an hour and four minutes was one of the episodes that was in my top five that was the longest. So they're kind of all over the place. My solo episodes tend to fall in the 20 to 30 minute time range. And then Usually when I have a guest on, it'll range from 40 minutes to a little bit over an hour. So there's really no magic answer for timing of your episodes and how long. I think it just really depends on the topic. 
a lot of the podcasts that I follow and some of my favorites, most of them do have 45 minute to an hour and a half long episodes. And that's just something that I don't mind. It all kind of depends on your listeners and when they're going to be listening to your show. Some people have commuting and driving time, so they have a lot of time on the road to be listening to things like that. Some people have a little bit shorter of attention spans and don't want to listen to episodes that are that long. But I really think there's no magic time length to this. It really just depends on what feels good to you, how much good content you have out of the episode. And what I've done for a lot of my episodes where my recordings were actually several hours long. I've had a few where I sat down and the recordings were three hour longs. You can always take those and break those up into multiple episodes. So if you sit down and have a guest come on, for example, and you guys record for two and a half hours and you get some really great content out of this interview, then you could always break that up into one, two, or three different episodes and just have part one, part two, part three. So that's some tips from me to you guys on those things, but there's really no answer on that. Another question that I got very recently and have been asked several times is what would be my biggest advice for starting a podcast? And if I could go back and maybe do something differently, what would I do differently? So my biggest advice for starting a podcast, if you're considering starting a podcast, is make sure that you choose a topic that you genuinely have a lot and I mean a lot of passion and enjoyment talking about, researching, sharing your knowledge and engaging with other people on this topic. This may seem obvious, but let me share some stats with you. 90% of podcasts don't get past episode three. Of the remaining, 90% quit after episode 20. So coming to you today with this episode being episode 40, I can tell you with confidence, you need to love what you're discussing and sharing with the world in order to make this a passion project that will last. And even with that, even when you're super passionate about whatever topic your show is about, you are still going to have creative roadblocks and times where you struggle to find new topics struggle to find ideas for new content that just happens with all creatives and all artists. So don't be discouraged by this, but just know it 100% will happen. And going into this, ensuring that you deeply care about what your show is about will help you get over those humps. To answer the question of what I would go back and do differently, that's a hard thing to answer because I do feel like everything happens for a reason. And I do feel Like I was meant to start the show when I did start the show, all due to my personal growth journey and where I was at in my life and when I was ready to start a show like this. But for the sake of answering the question, if I could go back and do something differently, I would have gotten started sooner. There is always going to be an excuse to not get started on any type of project or goal that you have in life. You don't have all the fancy equipment, maybe you can't decide on what your podcast name is going to be, you don't have enough episodes batch recorded yet, whatever it may be. I know for me, the name of my podcast was something that held me up for quite a while. Um, Also not having all the right equipment or feeling like I had the necessary fanciest equipment or professional enough equipment on hand is what held me back for quite a while from getting started. But when you feel that creative wave upon you and you feel that inspiration and that desire and urge to get something started and to try something, you have to ride that wave. That is my biggest recommendation because those creative waves don't last forever and they come in (laughs) waves. So you want to make sure you use that momentum to take that leap and go for it. I've also got asked about what tools I recommend for design and creative and social media marketing work. 
I love Canva. So I highly recommend Canva. You can make an account for free. I have upgraded and have the Canva Pro membership, which is $14 a month. And that's what I've used to design my cover art. That's what I use for little marketing tidbits and things like that. So highly recommend Canva. It's very user-friendly. You don't have to have a graphic design background at all to be able to use it. And for a really low cost, you can get access to a lot of really great tools, resources, templates, making everything really easy for you to design all of your social media posts, your cover art, anything that you might need for your show. Well, guys, that wraps up the most common questions that I've been asked this year on how to get started with the podcast and what is most helpful going into starting your own podcast. I hope that y'all found this episode helpful. I've gotten so many questions this year on what it takes to get started. And I thought it would be great to dedicate an episode to answering the most common questions that I've received from you guys. I have tons more advice that I can provide to you guys. So if you like hearing these types of tips and advice, please feel free to email me at chris at thirdtimesme.com. That's K-R-I-S at thirdtimesme.com. Or feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram and send me your questions, my handle, if you don't know it by now, and hopefully you do, hopefully you're following me, but go follow me at Chris Zervis, K-R-I-S-Z-E-R-V-A-S, and shoot me a DM with any other questions you may have. If you know anyone that's looking to get started with their own podcast, then share this episode with them and tell them to reach out to me directly with any questions. I'm happy to help and shed light for all the newbies out there. I hope you guys have a wonderful last few days of 2022. And don't forget to do something that fills you up and brings you joy as we wrap up this year. See y'all in 2023. Cheers.